All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 20th of August. India once again added over 64,000 new cases of the COVID-19 pandemic in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday. That takes the total tally to over 27.6 lakh. This includes nearly 53,000 deaths and more than 20 lakh patients who have recovered. The positive news is that we haven't seen a dramatic spike in cases in the last 10 days or so, and that could potentially indicate that the curve is flattening. That and the fact that recoveries are keeping pace with new cases. Now, India's cabinet has eased borrowing norms for states to help them repay dues to power generators and spur cash flows. Power Finance Corporation and REC Limited will extend loans to electricity retailers beyond the threshold limit for working capital needs, according to Prakash Zavrekar, Information and Broadcasting Minister, who said this at a media briefing after the cabinet meet. The one-time relaxation will allow electricity retailers in some states to clear 32,000 crore rupees worth of dues, according to Power Minister R.K. Singh, who said this to a business channel yesterday. Now, overdue payments by discoms to power generators stood at 1.2 lakh crore rupees at the end of June, surging 63% from a year earlier, and that's according to Prapti Portal, which tracks such payments. In the banking space, Indian banks could end up restructuring 7.7% of outstanding loan exposures or nearly 8.4 lakh crore rupees via the RBI's restructuring window, according to rating agency India Ratings and Research. The restructuring window has, remember, been provided to corporate, SME and retail borrowers that have been impacted by the COVID-19 crisis. According to the ratings agency, a large chunk of the total, that's 6.3 lakh crore rupees worth of loans, are corporate loans that could potentially be restructured. In international news, US central bankers appeared to back off from an earlier readiness to clarify their guidance on the future path of interest rates when they met in July. In the minutes to the meeting that was held on the 28th and 29th of July, the Federal Open Market Committee was quoted as saying, With regard to the outlook for monetary policy beyond this meeting, a number of participants noted that providing greater clarity regarding the likely path of the target range for the federal funds rate would be appropriate at some point. Unquote. The next meeting of the FOMC takes place mid-September. In other important news, the US has announced it is suspending its extradition treaty with Hong Kong and ending reciprocal tax treatment with the former British colony. Meanwhile, the US and China plan to reschedule trade deal talks postponed from last weekend that are aimed at reviewing the progress at the six-month mark of the agreement between the two largest economies of the world, according to a person familiar with the matter. While the date hasn't been set, the review will take place soon, according to that person. 
U.S. stocks declined and the dollar rose after the Fed noted that the pandemic would weigh heavily on economic activity and repeated its view that the path of the recovery would depend on containment of the virus. Equities in the Asia-Pacific region taking cues from the U.S. have started lower. During the session in the U.S., though, Apple made history when its market capitalization went past the $2 trillion mark, the first time a U.S. company has surpassed that level. The crossing of that threshold solidifies its position as the most valuable company in the world at the moment. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Hormuz. How are we looking today? Good morning to you, Alex, and to our listeners as well. Markets are heading into their weekly options expiry session on the back of gains for three straight days. Now, that seems to be under a bit of cloud as the SGX Nifty is trading lower by 70 points in the initial ticks. And let's get straight to the stocks that will be in action today and starting with PNB Housing Finance where the company's board has approved raising 1800 crore rupees through a preferential issue or a rights issue. And speaking of fundraising, RBL Bank's board meeting to consider raising of funds through a preferential issue is scheduled to take place today. So that will be one stock to monitor. IIFL Wealth has declared a special interim dividend of 40 rupees a share, with 27th of August being fixed as the record date for the same. And shareholders of Aarti Drugs too will be eyeing the announcement of the issue of bonus shares from the company. The board meeting for the same will take place today. The stock is up 14% since it made the announcement on Monday and is trading at an all-time high. Cosmo Films is one stock that will react to its earnings reported late on Wednesday. The profit was up nearly 70% from last year, while lower input costs aided the expansion in EBITDA margins. Some broader market companies reporting earnings today include Indian Overseas Bank, Healthcare Global, Jaykumar Infra, Moyle and Sheila Forms. I would like to highlight three stocks that have been buzzing over the last few days. First is Verok Engineering and the stock had its biggest single day gain on record on Wednesday ending in a 20% upper circuit. Investec in a report on Tuesday had raised its price target on the stock citing prospects of a sharp earnings recovery going forward. Ashok Leyland is the second one and it extended its gaining streak to the 10th day on Wednesday adding to its longest winning run since March 2019. And another stock that has had its best winning streak since March 2019 is Sriram City Union Finance. The stock ended higher for the seventh straight day on Wednesday and has gained nearly 50% during this period. But the list of buzzing stocks on Wednesday is incomplete without a mention of Z Entertainment. But that the stock gained 14% and was the top index gainer is known. But what I would like to draw your attention to is the delivery statistics on the stock. And despite the stock being in the FNO ban, 22% of the 14.5 crore shares traded on the stock were marked for delivery as per data on the NSE. The stock is now out of the FNO ban. Selling from domestic investors continues to slow. The DII sold shares worth less than 100 crore rupees on Wednesday, marking the 13th trade day of outflows as the lowest this month. And you can get more details on all these talks in our all-you-need-to-know copy on BloombergQuint.com. And with that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Harmers. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? 
On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.